we're tired, we're stressed, staffing and making sure that we have enough nurses and we have enough people to provide the care that we want um, is definitely tiring. And we're just trying our best to give the best care that we can for patients. I'm joined by Dr. Hillary Whittefield from right here in Steinbeck. Dr. Whittefield, could you give us an insight into what you're seeing here in the area and what your message is to residents? Uh, currently, uh, from my experience in the emergency department, we're seeing quite a bit more COVID in the last week since Omicron has taken over from the Delta wave. Uh, it was definitely a busy last few days in the emergency with the number of patients coming in with COVID. We really, uh, we really want to encourage people to um, get vaccinated, whether that's their first, their second, or their third shot. The more shots that you've had, the better protection that you have, and the less likely it is that you're going to need to come in and visit us in the emergency department, um, and less likely that you're going to end up in the hospital at all. You'd mentioned a shift from Delta to Omicron. I think a lot of us kind of expected that to have taken place a number of weeks ago already. However, uh, what you kind of mentioned is that this is actually more of a recent shift here in Steinbeck in the Southeast. Is that correct? Yeah, the shift actually happened last weekend. We went from mostly Delta to Omicron, and that shift only took a matter of three or four days. Unfortunately, I think the COVID that we were seeing uh, before we actually got hit by Omicron was just a testament to how much Delta that we had out in the community. Now, you'd mentioned a very busy ER. You are seeing a lot of people coming through the ER with COVID specifically? Yeah, we're definitely seeing a fair number of people come in uh, with COVID. Uh, I worked this past weekend and we definitely saw an increased number even in comparison to like last week or the week previous. Now, in your email to me previously, you had mentioned that a lot of the people who come in with COVID end up staying in hospital longer than average. Can you just elaborate on that? Um, if people are, are requiring hospitalization from COVID, what we hope is that they have a fairly short stay in uh, like a medicine ward and they don't require going to the ICU. The thing that is really keeping our hospital full right now, unfortunately, are those patients who've had to go to the ICU and are now coming back to Steinbach because they're well enough to be out of the ICU, but they're not well enough to go home. Their hospital stays can be quite lengthy, like quite a number of weeks. Uh, in comparison, we will have somebody who comes in with a heart attack and they might be in and out in like less than a week. And then we have somebody with COVID who might be in hospital for two, four, even more weeks. And that's really taking up, like they just, they require a lot of care. Uh, we see people who are coming back to the emergency department after they've gone home after their COVID, who are having post-COVID complications. And uh, COVID can really make people really sick, and it can make people unwell and have long-term effects that just last for weeks and months. What is this having as an effect on our Steinbeck Hospital? It, it must be full or, or close to. Our hospital, uh, even before COVID, was always running close to being full. Um, we don't have a lot of beds in comparison to the size of our population. Uh, and now with COVID, is we are full a lot. It causes some backlog into the emergency department where patients are admitted, but there's no beds for them on the ward. 
Uh, so then they stay in the emergency department until a bed becomes available. Uh, unfortunately, this means that there's fewer beds for us to see new people in in the emergency department, which then, of course, just increases people's wait times and uh, frustration in terms of having to sit and wait to be seen and not being able to get into a bed and see a physician. Now, I understand this also means that some people are, are being moved out of the Steinbeck Hospital and unfortunately are, are all over the province. Is that right? Yes, that's true. Uh, unfortunately, we've had to have a lot of difficult conversations with people when they come in with COVID that they've received the highest level of care that we can provide for them, but they need more acute care that they would need in some type of tertiary care center, uh, like would be available at like St. Boniface or Health Sciences or Brandon. And if the only bed available for them is in Brandon, it means that they are going to have a very long ambulance ride to Brandon. And And we don't really have any say over where a patient is going. Um, And unfortunately, patients and families also don't have a lot of say. There's also been a movement, I think, that's been getting quite a bit of media time about moving other patients who are uh, less sick. So maybe they don't quite need the number of services that we have available in Steinbeck. Um, but they're still not well enough to go home. And then they're getting moved to other smaller hospitals. And that could also be wherever in the province that there's a bed available for them, which makes it very difficult for family to go and visit, and they're cut off from their their social community. Uh, but at this point, like we really don't have any other options. Now, on top of this, we've been hearing about staffing shortages. Tell me about what you're seeing here in the Southeast on that front. We are in desperate need of nurses. We are very short on nurses. My heart really goes out to our nursing colleagues. They work so hard. They're constantly being called in. If you can just imagine if you worked and worked and worked seven days in a row or 10 days in a row and you had two days off and both of those days you're called in to ask, like, can you come in? Can you help? It's exhausting. They've been working so hard, but we just do not have enough nurses to fill all the shifts that we need filled, whether it's in the emergency department or whether it's on the medicine ward. Um, And this just means that we have, we can't use the number of beds in our facility because we don't have staff to look after people in those beds. A little bit uh, further to what we are expecting in the near future, you'd mentioned Omicron taking over here in the area and this past weekend even being busier than the weekend before, etc., are we expecting these issues that we've been talking about to get worse in the next little while? What are your anticipation on that front? Given how contagious Omicron is, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. There's a lot of spread that's going on in the community, and it's just like it's so infectious that no longer is it like, oh, I was only around this person and we were six feet away and we were, you know, speaking with each other for less than 10 minutes. That's not safe anymore. So we're seeing a lot of community spread. We're seeing a lot of sick families. I saw a lot of infants and little kids this weekend who are sick with COVID who are too young to get vaccinated. You mentioned getting vaccinated being the number one thing that you're looking at here. Are, are, the, are the people that are coming in uh, with severe illness, we, we have heard that, uh, that being unvaccinated obviously increases that risk incredibly. Are we seeing that on the ground as well? Oh, definitely. Like, we don't see really sick people who are vaccinated. Like, there's been the odd person that we've seen, but they tend to have had some other fairly significant 
health issue. Like they're on a lot of immunosuppressant therapy. They have some type of cancer, which is which affects their immune system. But otherwise, the vast majority of people that we see who get really sick from COVID are not vaccinated at all. Uh, we also have the extra burden right now is we also have uh, RSV or respiratory syncytial virus going around, um, which goes around every winter. Uh, but now we're actually seeing some co-infections as well. So you can have COVID and RSV at the same time. Uh, and both of them affect your respiratory system. So people can be fairly sick from that. But the biggest difference we're seeing is in whether people are vaccinated or not. If you are vaccinated, Unfortunately, yes, you may get sick enough that you need to come into the hospital, but it's very unlikely that you're going to end up in the ICU. Mm-hmm. Finally, my last question for you. What's the mood? What's the morale like in the hospital right now? Um, I would say that we're tired. We're stressed. Like staffing and making sure that we have enough nurses and we have enough people to provide the care that we want is definitely tiring. Um, We come in and we put our masks on and we have our masks on for our shifts, whether it's eight hours or 12 hours or for some nurses who get mandated, it's 16 hours. It's really challenging for patients. Like all the healthcare people, they're all covered in all this gear and you can't see that like we're people underneath it. And we're just trying our best to give the best care that we can for patients. Yeah, morale's got to be a bit low. It is, but at the same time, like, this is our job. And we're going to keep on showing up and we're going to keep on getting giving care to patients because, like, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. And, like, just as we see with nurses, like, there is nobody else. You need trained nurses. You can't just magically create a nurse who's well-trained and is going to do that job. So we are doing our job, but, you know, there's not an extra pool of people in there to, for us to pull in to do our job. So you just keep on doing your job. Okay. Well, uh, Dr. Whitfield, thank you so much for speaking with us and giving us an insight into the medical system here in the Southeast. I hope I can share this information and get out and uh, encourage people to follow the public health orders. Please wear your masks. I know everybody's tired. I know people are frustrated. But it does make a difference for people that aren't sure about getting vaccinated, please go and get vaccinated. Talk to your family doctor or your healthcare provider if you have questions. But it does make a big difference in terms of helping protect you and helping protect the people around you.